Don't you know that not listening to the Shenmue AM2 podcast is way uncool? Welcome back to another episode of the Shenmue AM2 podcast. We're your hosts, Andrew and Matt. And we are here uh, to talk about some Kickstarter updates that we haven't talked about yet. Uh, <laughs> There's like four of them, maybe? Yeah, four or five. We mm-hmm. uh, recorded the episodes with Corey Marshall and took a little bit of a Christmas break. Mm-hmm. And uh, now we're here. So we last left off at episode... Did it again. Uh, Update. (laughs) Why can't I ever get this straight? Update uh, 73. Mm -hmm. So, Update 74 uh, was just a bit of an odd one. I think it was Mm. filler to put something in. Minimal effort. (laughs) Uh, It was the 2017 Gamescom travelogue. Yeah. Uh, Essentially just kind of... Vacation pictures. Yeah. Uh, It did um, just kind of them getting to and from... Or to the event, I think. Mm. And there is some new development picks in here as well. Yeah. Um, There's one of Rio with the face that people don't necessarily like. It's better. It's better. It's better. It's getting there. Uh, Rio looking like he's about to bow to someone. Mm -hmm. He's got the fist over the... Or open hand over the other fist. Mm. And then one of him standing in what appears to be that from the trailer that alleyway of shops that goes down towards the water. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks that's, good. That's about it. But yeah, the environments, again, look spectacular. And uh, Rio's looking better. Again, his jacket is too light. It needs to be darker. That's my criticism of it. I agree. Yeah. Um, and he's still rocking the Band-Aid. Yeah, that's probably pretty uh, like grimy and moldy by now. Like, it's probably... It's probably he's gonna get gangrene on his face. Cheeks gonna fall off. <laughs> uh, game over. Game over. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> he's no longer fighting Lundy. He's fighting gangrene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, then the next update, seventy-five, was uh, it was just a little video of facial expressions of like a grandma and a younger lady character. It was like less than a minute, I believe. I don't know if they put this up because people were. Um, concerned with the unmoving faces in the previous trailer that was released. That's probably why they did this, but this did not do it any favors. Uh, The forum, the gaming forum that I go on, just tore this video apart. Just like the robotic-looking expressions on these characters. I don't know what to think of it. It could just be because it's, you know, development tools testing facial animations. You know. It's literally, too, when they're testing them in the video, they're moving at, like, four frames a second. It's... Mm. And she does, like, the elderly woman does have an odd uh, expression on her face, so she's kind of like, oh! Mm-hmm. So it, uh... It looks weird. I understand why they did this one, and I appreciate why they did it, because people are really criticizing them mm-hmm. about the uh, faces. But I also think they're kind of holding back to just so at some point in time they can have this big reveal. Hopefully next month. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, so, yeah, that was that was a little bit of video we got. We did not have an update uh, in October. 
Mm, yeah, I skipped, went right to November, which was uh, Say Hello to the Deep Silver Promotion Team, um, which I guess they had already announced that they were working with Deep Silver, but, you know, now they've got a nice uh, like group photo, and those are all the people who are working on the game for us. Um, I'm not sure what they do exactly. Uh, do you know? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't... Uh, Promotional really... planning, I guess. It's a lot of people for promotional planning. <laughs> it would be... Global marketing. Yeah, it would be kind of going into this a daunting task uh, for Deep Silver, I think, because A, this is a Kickstarter project, so people have already put their money where their mouth is, already put the cash on the table. Yeah. But then you need to look back to at all the huge marketing machine that was behind Shenmue 1. Mm. Um, I I would not... Well, I, I was going to say I don't want to be in their shoes. I would love to be. I would love to <laughs> get my hands on all of this. I have a marketing degree. Yeah. But uh, big shoes to fill. Mm-hmm. They didn't have anything to do with that. Uh, we're going to talk about it later. But the uh, the guidebook for Yokosuka, that wasn't part partner with Deep Silver, was it? I don't think so. Uh, we will talk about that in an upcoming episode. Mm. Um, I have a theory on how that came to be, mm. and I think my theory has to be right, because there's really no other logical explanation other than kind of my theory that we'll talk about in an upcoming oh, episode. I thought there was actu- an actual interview out there that explained like step-by-step step how it came to be, I thought. There might be. We'll have to but, I, but again, like uh, the initial... Where the initial idea, someone like light bulb going on in their brain, mm. uh, came from. Hmm. Um, in December, we got an update, uh, new character, and the announcement of Lakshya Digital uh, teaming up with uh, um, EaseNet. Uh, so they like showed a, a character who we saw before. Like, didn't we say like her wire model or something like earlier in the year? Like, just with her arms out to the side. She's the girl with the broom. Yeah. Oh yeah. That. Um, I'm assuming she's going to be an important character if they're spotlighting her. I do too. Um, the photo that they show her in um, has the temples in the background. It looks like they're small little temples um, on, I don't want to say a waterfront, mm. but they are on pillars or posts coming out of the water. Yeah. Um, Phantom Riverstone did an article on this, and you'll see in the photo there's a sign mm-hmm. like with lettering on it right here. Yeah. I'm pointing. You guys can't see where I'm pointing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they think Phantom Riverstone did an article thinking that is one of the reward tiers. Oh yeah, um, how you could have your name on the um, on a shrine. Oh okay. And they think these are the little shrines. That w- they would have to build a lot of these big buildings then, wouldn't they? Because like I don't think there was like I think it was a finite amount for the Kickstarter award though, was it not? I don't know. I, I, I pictured your name on a shrine just be like, you know, like a paper scroll stuck to the wall in a shrine or something. That's what I pictured. But Matt was here. What? <laughs> oh, Matt was here. Yeah, that's exactly what I would put. <laughs> I, uh, I, I should have said Brooks was here, so was Matt. <laughs> for any uh, Shawshank fans out there. Um, I have seen multiple versions of that photo as well. Oh, yeah? With, like, I don't know if it was different seasons or different times of day in the background. Hmm. Um, I, and that could have been photoshopped by someone else. I'm not sure. And then the second half of this is the Lakshya digital introduction. Again, team photos of people working on this game. 
Um, some of them are in India, and some of them are in Seattle, I believe. Yeah. Uh, there's. I know they worked on stuff, but it doesn't mention it here. They worked on Mass Effect, didn't they, with the terrible eyes? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Uh-oh. <laughs> we should check that right I now. Thought, I thought they had done something that I had been impressed with, but I can't remember what it was. But I hope it's not that. <laughs> um, and then, this, this hmm? uh, That Kickstarter update kind of received uh, mixed reviews as well. People were concerned that they were outsourcing it to India. Yeah. Um, well, they got so many characters to build. Yeah, and like just I was reading comments on some forums and stuff, and I don't know if it was... Just flat out bigotry and racism. Oh God! Or what? But people have this um, connection between outsourcing to India and a cheap product. Oh, and yeah, but how do you? At the end of the day, Yu Suzuki has the final say on all of this. Mm-hmm. So if it isn't up to snuff, he's gonna, you know, make sure it gets up to snuff. I believe. Um, money and time can can put constraints on that, mm-hmm. but I believe at the end of the day he's going to make sure it's it's done right. And I think he probably would have put the time and effort in to um, do his research and make sure he's getting a team that is capable of doing what they need to to do. And if I'm pretty sure these were the people that did the some of the character model work in that uh, terrible Mass Effect game. Oh God. Um, I got it. But they're, did they're you check pro- that already? They're probably, you know, it's a learning opportunity for them as well, and they aren't going to want to make that mistake um, either. I'm looking it up right now. DC Universe Online is on their page. Uh, Lara Croft, Guardian of Light, uh, Epic Mickey 2, Elder Scrolls Online, Counter Strike. Yeah, that's about all that's on their page, but. Those are those are some good things. Yeah, um, I think there's just all people are always going to be skeptical about this whole project too. Yeah, um, I mean, what was it, fourteen years <laughs> between everything? So people do have the right to be skeptical. Skeptical, I guess. Uh, it kind of bums me out a bit. I wish we would be more positive to it uh, and receptive to everything. Mm. Yeah, don't definitely don't make up your mind before it's all said and done. But after that, I want to make sure that we remain um, not, not not impartial. But uh, I just don't want to be a blind fanboy when it comes out. Like I, because I just went through that with the Twin Peaks community, where the, the revival came out, and I didn't like it, and lots of other people did, and it was the most genius thing ever, apparently. And I was I was basically shunned by the community for not not thinking it's genius so uh, if Shenmue 3 if I don't think it's genius I'll say so but like I just don't want that to happen with my other favorite community I don't want it to all tear itself apart like happened with Twin Peaks but we'll see what happens when the game comes out welcome back to the Shenmue A podcast <laughs> no M not two of us yeah. you're gonna you're gonna it's just me and Matt cor- Matt's corpse <laughs> yeah you killed me <laughs> um yeah I, I have seen what you have gone through I mm. did kind of read some comments and stuff about your podcast mm. and I I'm gonna do my best to do the same is not go in and I mean neither of us are you know professional reviewers 
Um, obviously, we're passionate about this because we made a podcast about it. Mm. Um, but I am going to try to ride that line down the center of seeing what's good, seeing what's bad. Yeah. Um, and try not to be influenced by um, the reviews that are. Because this game is going to get a lot of coverage when it comes out, I believe. Oh, probably. Yeah. From your major. Your game spots, your IGNs. Um, yeah, I just want to be honest with myself and uh, with, with anyone listening to my opinion on on things. Like, I don't want to just because I waited a long time for something and put so much of myself like into into being a fan of it doesn't mean I'm gonna delude myself if I don't like it. If I realize I don't like it, I'm not going to, you know, reason around that and force myself to like it, which I think some people do. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm I'm going to be the same way. Um, I'm going to want to like it. Oh yeah, me too. Uh, I don't want it to fail, for sure. But I, I don't want to have... Not that I want it to fail, but I mean, I really, really... I really want this to be something that I'm going to enjoy. Yeah. And I think time has a really big um, impact on that. Mm. When I was a kid, the first I played Streets Rage 2. I got it for Christmas when I got my um, Sega Genesis. Absolutely loved it. And I still think it's probably the best 16-bit side-scrolling beat-em-up mm-hmm. of all time. Then I got the Sega Six Pack, had Streets of Rage 1 on it. My cousin Brian and I, we played it. It wasn't as good. It was the original. It was great. And I knew Streets of Rage 3 existed. I love Streets of Rage 3. <laughs> it was very expensive and pretty hard to find. Mm. Um, my sister's boyfriend at the time, the one that actually introduced me to Shenmue, <laughs> bought a copy of it. Played it, and I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> and it, we're talking, keep in mind, a much shorter time frame here. Yeah. And I played it, and I was like, meh. I really wanted to like it, and it is a great game. Uh, It's just not Streets of Rage 2. Yeah. That seems to be, for the most part, the consensus among people that play that game Mm -hmm. and review it. I must have weird opinions, because I, like, I... For both Streets of Rage and Final Fight, like, I prefer the more recent iterations of them because there's more to do. Like, you can run, you can slide, you can... There's just more mechanics, and I find I find that's that keeps it fresher longer rather than just walk up to a guy, regular combo, walk up to the next guy, regular combo, maybe throw a jump kick in every now and again, or a grab. But more moves make it better for me. But that's just my opinion on those two franchises, and nobody agrees with me. I don't know, like, I don't know why I uh, feel differently from everyone there, but... <laughs> I guess the only part I really love about Streets of Rage 2 over 3 is the music. Like th- the, oh. the music in 3 isn't that great. It's still good, but it's not great. The music in 2... And 1. Yeah, the music in 1 is fantastic as well. The ending theme of 2, though, Yuzo Koshiro. Mm. Heartstrings every time. <laughs> every time. Uh, I, t- just for me, 2 has a better story. I Max is my, my guy. <laughs> I... My cousin Brian was always Axel. I was always Max. Mm-hmm. We're getting way off topic here, right, but I gotta, I gotta get into this. <laughs> Street, I had Streets Rage 2 first, so I was Max. Then I got Streets Rage 1. Max isn't in it, mm-hmm. so I had to be Adam, because Brian was automatically Axel, because Axel was there. <laughs> Streets of Rage 3, 
I didn't get to be Axel, so I'd be Doctor. The guy with the robot arms. What do you guys all have against Blaze? <laughs> She's in every game. I need to be the power guy, though. <laughs> so, three games, couldn't be the same guy. Aww. Then I get one of them for the Game Gear. Mm-hmm. First one, it's only Blaze and Axel. Mm-hmm. Adam's not in it. So I had to be Axel in that one. <laughs> and then I think in the second one, uh, Max for the Game Gear... Uh, I don't think Max is in that either. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't get to be him. I didn't know there was a Game Gear versions of Streets of Rage. Yeah. They probably suck, huh? They're not that great. Mm. And Game Gears, I mean, the capacitors go on them and the screen's all dark. Yeah. You can fix them, though. <laughs> Alright. Final Shenmue update then, as, as of today. Now and tomorrow. See, to put this into context, we're recording this on January 6th. Yeah. Uh, so when did this one come out? Uh, December twenty fifth, Christmas. Christmas update. Oh yes, we need to talk about this. What? I wake up on Christmas morning. My wife and I are always like, uh, the minute we get up, we don't have any kids, so we get up early. We open the gifts. Mm-hmm. We cook a pound of bacon, a thing of Pillsbury cinnamon rolls. We eat it. We go back to bed. <laughs> that, that's our Christmas routine. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> no kids. We can do what we want. Everyone makes fun of us for it. Mm-hmm. I wake up. And I could, she's still sleeping, mm-hmm. and I, I pop on my phone, and I'm like, oh, Kickstarter update. Mm-hmm. I checked my email, and there's Yu Suzuki sitting there, and someone had created a banner, oh, yeah. and people had signed it, and our logo was on it, and our logo for the Shenmue M2 podcast is sitting in his office. Yeah. And I just woke up, and I'm like... Merry Christmas, and Crawled back in bed with my wife, and I'm like, hey, hey, look at that. She's like, what? <laughs> I'm like, Merry Christmas. Like, I woke up to a really cool present. <laughs> And I had, like, snapshotted it on my iPhone <laughs> and, like, zoomed in on it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's our logo in his office. Our shitty logo's in his office. <laughs> I should have worked harder on that. <laughs> we uh, did have uh, some fan submissions about a new one. so <laughs> I'd be okay using that. I'm not proud of it. I did it in, like, five minutes. Um, speaking of the video, though, and stuff on the wall, who's in that picture at the bottom below the poster? I was, I was like, is that Aerosmith? What is that? <laughs> I think it's someone cosplaying as Van Halen. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but it's framed in everything. It's very important to them, <laughs> whatever it is. It's clearly put in that shot um, to, to be there. It's an Easter egg of some sort. Uh, I do, it's an it looks like an '80s hair metal band. I know. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I want to. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. Anyways, so yeah, the, this Kickstarter update was a, like a 10-minute long interview between Yu Suzuki and uh, Hiroaki Takeuchi, an animation producer. Must be a friend of his. Or seven minutes and 44 seconds. Is that how long it is? Yeah, it's sitting right in front of you. Yeah, but that's what's left, I think. Oh, that's the whole video. No, that's the whole thing. Eh, whatever. It's roughly ten minutes. Matt's, it's, it's actually like three seventy-five percent of that, but um, I'm just grumpy because you might not like Shenmue 3. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to be honest. Uh, 
I'll be accepting applications for new (laughs) co-hosts. You guys have, like, a year or more to prepare for me possibly not liking Shenmue, so... If it comes, don't be don't be. Uh, I'll just film a montage of like people preparing themselves, and me just keep keep sharpening an axe over <laughs> and over. No, I really want to like it, and I think I will like it. Mal- no, nothing I've seen so far has made me like really worried. Mal is Matt home? Can you tell him to come out here for a minute? <laughs> okay, so I wrote down some notes from the inter- interview about things they touched on. Uh, Yu Suzuki said he doesn't. He's not used to not being able to, quote-unquote, touch the code of the game. Like, he's working with Unreal, which is a system that exists already. Like, he didn't build it from scratch like he's used to doing. Which is, that's just crazy to me that he used to build video games from scratch, and he's, admittedly, he never plays video games. (laughs) Why did he choose to do this? (laughs) Yeah, it's odd to me that He's he's you can tell that he's such a hands-on guy, and now instead of like him making a hammer, mm. here's the hammer. Put this nail in this piece of wood, mm-hmm. uh, and he, it's just foreign to him. Mm-hmm. But I understand and appreciate that he wants to get in there. Yeah, but this is for ex, ex, expediting the development process, and, and I'd say it's worth it using a pre uh, pre-made oh, engine. Absolutely, and I mean this being a Kickstarter project, it's. That decision was made well before this mm-hmm. Kickstarter was even announced, I imagine. Yeah. Um, they also talked about uh, Shenhua. Um, they talked about the character models and about sh- he's getting to like where Shenhua is at now. Uh, and he called her his life work. So he must have a real special connection with that character. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure what's in her future, but she's always been mysterious, and we've barely got to meet her in the past, but she's a big deal to him. I think she's going to be more important to the games than Ryo. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always been something about her that mysterious is a great way to, to kind of describe her. Mm. I, I always want to learn more about her. Unless I'm just trying to get to the end of the game and just want to keep walking through those woods, um, <laughs> I want to I want to learn so much more about her in Shenmue three and Shenmue four, mm. and that's it. <laughs> no, no more games. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is this is what he's known for, and really what he should be known for is probably Virtua Fighter. Yeah. I think that's his. I think Virtua Fighter is his most successful. Um, body of work. Yeah, I would I would agree. But the rabid fans for Shenmue just can't can't uh, can't let it go. Yeah. Yep. We'll never stop talking about it. We're incessant. He probably hates us. <laughs> um. So uh, they also talk about Lakshad Digital and how they're creating characters, and apparently they've got around a hundred characters created, or or maybe that's the plan. I think that might be the plan. Yeah, I think that's less than the first game, isn't it? Yes, it's less than the first, mm. but still, it's still a good, a I good think amount. By default, though, if you have less characters, it forces you to do more with each of them. Yeah, I'm hoping. Like he mentioned, another thing he mentioned was they're going to work on the characters' daily lives, and I hope that that was something I loved about the first Shenmue is all the characters having daily lives, and I really hope they get into that, get back to that idea. And uh, you mentioned that um, 
he was asked recently by a magazine about what he wanted to do th- for this year. And what was the word he used? He had one word. It was immersion. Now... That would go well with characters' daily lives. Yes, and it was him immersing himself into creating these daily lives Mm. and creating this living world. And just on talking about how these daily routines and everything, Mm -hmm. I totally forgot about something. Okay. Um, When back in October when I went to New York... Uh, we were just walking through this more of a high-end mall, mm-hmm. and it had an Amazon, like, physical bookstore. Yeah. So we went in, and I was like, oh, this is neat. I haven't seen one of these before. And I immediately go to, like, the video game book section. Mm-hmm. And I really wish I had have taken a screenshot of the cover of it. Um, it wasn't, like, the art of video games or anything like that. It's a book that I hadn't seen before. But I immediately went to the index and looked through the S's and found Shenmue. Mm-hmm. And there was a really awesome quote in it that I took a screenshot of. And it's Yu Suzuki talking about creating Shenmue and just really kind of hammers home the talk about the daily routines. Okay. It says, I did not pursue realism. I pursued reality. Hmm. It's different. <laughs> yeah. He didn't want this game to seem real. Hmm. He wanted it to be a working world. Yeah. Um, I think he succeeded with... What he with the tools he had for the time, and I'm excited to see what he can do with what he has now. Absolutely, yeah. If anyone knows the name of that book, um, please please do share it in the comments. Um, they also mentioned the voice voice work for the Japanese voices, at least that they've almost cast all the voices. Uh, they just cast um, Shenhua a couple days before that interview. Um, so yeah, that's progressing along, but I don't think they've recorded anything yet. He said the voice actor for Shenhua had retired. Oh, okay. So they did need a new one? They did need a new one. But he didn't say if it was the Japanese or the English one that had retired. I'm assuming it would be the Japanese. Yeah, because they just cast a new one, so... Um, I, I For the English side of things, I want them to have as many original voice actors as possible. And I think that would be a really difficult thing for him to have to do, recast his again, his life's work, Mm. and putting a new voice on that. Yeah, I wonder if he was happy with the voice the first time and he's going to try to match it, or if he has a new vision for what she should sound like. I almost think it would have to be someone doing their best, I don't want to say impersonation, but best version of that. Yeah, Yeah, he was probably happy with the voice before. Um, The last thing that came out of that really was uh, talking about fighting in the game. Um, and this has a lot of people confused. Uh, he's talked about changing it to be more like a puzzle and it to be more about player controlling the choreography of a fight and stuff. Um, so we don't know what that means. <laughs> and it has some people worried that the battle system is not going to be like a real battle system. I am concerned... But he, I am concerned, but here's where I think it'll come back to being something similar to the first two. Mm-hmm. This is the man that created Virtua Fighter. Yeah. Um, he's going to want... I think the fighting is going to be important to him. Mm. When he talks about the choreography of it, where I get concerned is there's a fight in Shenmue 2 where there is some choreography to it. Mm. Some of the street fighting, or I should say fights. 
Um, the one where you fight the fellow with the eye patch. Yeah. Um, that isn't really fighting. It's more choreography of getting into his blind spot. Mm. Um, trying not to be grabbed or trying to grab the other guy or trying not to be hit. Um, those are more challenges than actual fighting, I would say. Yeah. And I don't want them... I like that those things were there in Shenmue 2 because it added a different facet to each each street fight. Um, it made everything, each individual one, unique from the others. I don't want them to rely too heavily on that, though, in this game. Yeah. Well, he also mentioned... Like, he may not change the fighting because another thing he mentioned is that he doesn't... He doesn't think he should change too many things because he he doesn't want to get the fans of the original series upset. <laughs> Basically, he doesn't he know he knows they like it for what it is, and he doesn't want to change too much. So he said he wants to only try to change not more than about thirty percent of the game and keep about seventy percent familiar. So what that thirty percent could entail, I suppose it could be fighting, but we already know there's going to be changes to like you know. You get to play as Ren and Shenhua, apparently, if, uh, for for instance. Uh, and there's other things described in the Kickstarter um, goals, I think, that are I, new. I do think you do always have to kind of present new aspects to a game. Mm. Um, you can't just keep making the same game over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um even though I, I would love that. <laughs> I would love if this looked exactly like the Dreamcast one. If if they had the technology to literally make this look identical to Shenmue 1 and 2, I would be so happy. Yeah. <laughs> the nostalgia would just be cranked to 11. Yeah. Um, but in a world where you have internet trolls and all yeah, this Yeah, you can't stuff. sell that. But if they could make it like Super Mario Maker and literally at the click of a button you could reskin this. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You get your, your Mario 1, your Mario 3, your Super Mario World, your new Super Mario Bros. Done. Mm-hmm. And I, new Super Mario Bros. is a good example. The one that came out on the DS mm. was a fantastic game. And then they made one on the on the Wii. And the gimmick with that one was it was four players. Mm. Gameplay-wise, very similar. When you play single player, it's just another Mario game. Yeah. Uh, and then they put out the second one on the 3DS, and that one was the gimmick was coins. But aside from those coins, it's very similar. And then they put out the one on the Wii U, and that one was uh, five players. And you could have the person on the gamepad putting in the blocks and stuff so people could jump and kind of a little bit of a creator aspect to it. Mm. But core gameplay the same enough in there to change it to make it fresh and some people might argue that those games are way too similar for them but um, I think a 30-70 split on this is a good number even though that's very arbitrary yeah but uh, we have no idea what that means in terms of specifics so but yeah I know I'm glad he realizes at least that we like Shenmue for what it was and we want more of that so hopefully what it will be yeah alright so I think that about wraps it up for this episode Uh, you can find us on the social media we are ShenmueAM2 pod on twitter ShenmueAM2podcast at gmail.com ShenmueAM2podcast on facebook we have a page and a group and youtube.com slash ShenmueAM2podcast please like subscribe thumbs up all that good stuff Uh, submit 
sponsor ideas for the show. We love to hear your comments, complaints, concerns, threats, all that good stuff. And we'd also like to thank our sponsor this week, Pine Game Arcade. Pine Game Arcade. We have a variety of arcade titles such as Excite QTE, Space Harrier, Outrun. You can also play darts. And we have a fully functioning casino. Also, we run an illegal underground street fighting ring. 